Warning, this podcast is intended for adult audiences only. We discuss sex and sexual relationships in a frank and open manner. We are not marriage and family therapist or sex therapist, and the content provided is for informational and entertainment purposes only. If you are under the age of 18 or do not wish to hear explicit discussions about sex and sexual relationships or adult language, then you shouldn't listen any further. But if you are, well, grab your seat, grab a drink, sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of The Accidental Swingers. But, um... He, uh, he, um, I started to fall asleep right there. <laughs> I lost my train of thought because I was starting to fall asleep. We gotta wrap this up so I can go to sleep. Yeah. We're Marina and Tristan, a longtime married professional couple in our early 50s. Kids, dogs, cats, vacations at Disney World, you know, the whole nine yards. But in 2018, we decided, after years of kind of talking about it, to live a non-monogamous lifestyle. But it wasn't that easy, was it? <laughs> no, it wasn't. You see, we sort of accidentally started swinging. Yeah, we did. And we found our story so humorous and fun that we decided to record and chronicle our own journey for ourselves so that we could go back and listen to our adventures later. So we thought that we'd create this podcast so that others may gain some perspective or some insight and maybe even learn a lesson or two about what to do or what not to do in their own journeys. So basically, you're going to join us on our journey in real time because we will include excerpts of our recordings. Some of these will be quick outtakes, others will be longer conversations about what we are going through or experiencing at that time. So grab a cup of coffee, relax, sit back, and join us as we bumble our way through this adventure that we call The The Lifestyle. Lifestyle. Welcome to The Accidental Swingers. I'm Marina. And I'm Tristan. (laughs) Guess what? What? It's episode eight. We are finally here. Yeah. We have waited a really long time to tell this story. We love this story. We do love this story. So we are talking about our very first trip to a major, major swinger event. So this is the beginning of what will probably take three episodes Mm -hmm. (laughs) to talk about our five fun-filled days naughty in New Orleans in 2018. We had been in the lifestyle for... Probably about five months at that point. Maybe. not. I don't even think... Well, when we decided to go, we were in like two months. That's right. Yeah, because we had to to buy tickets and arrange the hotel and everything. So we just... We were like in what the fuck mode. Yeah, balls to the wall. What the fuck? Let's go. And then... And we were terrified. Yeah, we were. <laughs> yeah. So, but to celebrate, to do our recordings, you made us a special drink. So I'm going to take a sip while you explain. And I do not advocate drinking drinks while we record because of the ice tinkle. Uh-huh. But I'm going to let the ice tinkle happen because I think it's a little bit Well, if you're nice... going to let your ice tinkle, then I'm going to let my ice tinkle well, as well. And let's toast. There we go. Yeah. And then I did put straws in here, though, so we don't tinkle. Like... <laughs> During the whole recording. That just didn't sound right. I know, but that's true. That's why I did it. Yeah, that was good. So what did you make us? I I made us hurricanes from scratch. Yes, you did. Yeah. And typically, you'll find hurricane mix in your grocery store. A little sweet for our tastes. And so this is from scratch with a shit ton of rum. Uh, light and dark rum, orange juice, passion fruit juice, grenadine, simple syrup. There are some sweet elements in there. Yeah. We prefer a little less sweet yeah. drinks. Uh, and I've also added a Luxardo cherry and some Luxardo cherry juice as well. Mm. Well, not juice, but you know the syrup that they come in. And so it's a very, very nice drink and very strong. Yes. And as is. I mentioned in our, as we were setting this one up in our last episode, it might get a little slurry towards the end. <laughs> 
but I am going to have you make me one more at some point in time. Yeah, we can yes. pause for it's that. It's delicious, and I love them. And Tristan is our mixologist. He's the, the family bartender, and so he does a great job of coming up with these things or looking up the recipes and mixing and matching, and it's delicious. So great job, honey. Thanks for making us a celebratory drink to go with our theme. Absolutely. Yeah. I would prefer that this were at Pat O'Brien's yeah. on Bourbon Street, yeah. but oh well. Well, we have a story about it. We have stories about Pat O'Brien's from 2018, 2019, and our very first trip there as a couple in 1993. Yes, yeah. before any of this was on the radar screen. Right, That's before right. we were even, we were just dating. I know. I lo- we love New Orleans. Yeah. What an amazing city. Yeah, we don't go very often. I mean, that, no. we'd only been... Well, now it's an annual trip. Yeah. <laughs> It's a, it's a pilgrimage. <laughs> but yes. So we had never, we'd only been, we've been twice before. Once before. I think you had been before. before oh, I, you yes, met me. I know yeah. I had, but yeah. Yeah. So we only went once. Yeah, together before. we went in 93. So yeah. Mardi Gras. It definitely wasn't as exciting as no. it was in 2018. <laughs> no, it was so. much better in 2018. <laughs> Yeah, so those extra, what is that, 25 years, because yeah. we had been together, yeah, 28 years, whatever, we've been together for so long. That, yeah, we were dating. Mm-hmm. So anyways, you made us these fabulous drinks so that we could talk about our fabulous experience. And what we were going to do is just kind of walk through to give everybody a quick review a little bit about what Naughty in New Orleans is, if, you don't, if you're not familiar with it. Naughty in New Orleans is a swinger event that they, Naughty Events, holds annually, and it is five days, four nights in New Orleans. They do a total hotel takeover. And actually the first year that we went in 2018, they did a total hotel takeover in the Astor Hotel. It's a big hotel. And then they did a mostly hotel takeover at the smaller one. In 2019, they took over two hotels and had a third overflow right. hotel. Right. So the year that we went, there was about 2,000 Yeah, I'm not exactly sure, but I think, I think a thousand people? couples. Yeah. Right. Right around there. So you go and and you have to stay at the hotels. That's part of the deal. And you wouldn't want to not anyway. Yeah, you wouldn't want to miss yeah. that. And they do sell out of tickets. Mm-hmm. And they don't let you in if you did not get a ticket before You they can sell only out. come in the front door of the Astor if you have a lanyard on. Right. And, and the, the other hotel as well, which last right. year was the same, but I don't think this year. No, it's the And it's so whatever, whatever the, the hotels are that are complete takeovers, you cannot get in. And they have people posted at the doors to keep outsiders out. Right. And you also cannot get into any of the bar takeovers exactly. without yeah. proper so the, identification. Because, yeah, so the bar so, takeovers are also complete takeovers, mm-hmm. and so it's just our Life tribe. Style. Yeah, yeah. It's, and it's, it's fucking, fucking awesome. awesome. <laughs> so amazing. So we first heard about Naughty when we were learning about the lifestyle, when we were cramming for the exam of going <laughs> on our first lifestyle date, so to speak, and we were trying to get as much information as possible, and so you guys have probably heard us talk about the podcast that got us started, which was We Got a Thing, Mr. and Mrs. Jones. And they had talked about their trip to Naughty in New Orleans when we were listening to their podcast. And I think that was their 2016? Yeah, I don't recall which what, what year, year? they were there. I think so, because it was, had been a few years before us. But anyways, they talked about their trip. And when we heard their story about the, this oh, event. Oh, hell yes. This <laughs> event, yeah. And we heard their story about their first trip. Mm-hmm. 
and it was overwhelming and intimidating. But we, when we, they talked about it, we were like, oh, we are so there. Yeah, we got to do that. We got to do this. And so again, we had been in the lifestyle for maybe, At that I, point, I think yeah. we had heard about it before we even officially had our first date and we were like, we're going to do this. Yeah, I think so. If this lifestyle thing is for us, we're going to go. And I think we, within the month, probably paid our down payment to go mm-hmm. on the trip. And that would have been March. And we went in July of 2018. So the event is five days, four nights, and it is an amazing event. They do classes and they have workshops and they have bar takeovers. And every night there's a couple of big parties and they do a phenomenal, phenomenal job Mm -hmm. of taking care of everything. They've done it for so long. As a matter of fact, 2018 was the 20th 20th anniversary. Yeah, Yeah, the 20th anniversary. And I think when they talked about it, they, the first year they had like a hundred couples, you know, or something like that. And now they're up to a thousand couples. Yeah. And I think and, and in 2019, 2019 was, it was more. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think there was like 2,200 people or something. They maxed out. They were maxed out plus overflow. And then they, they finally had to say stop. The thing that's amazing to me is that it doesn't feel like it's 2,000 people. Like it's 2,000 people, but you see them all over the place. And you, I guess maybe the same people are going to the bar takeovers and those are the people we see and the people who go to the <laughs> classes we don't see because we never make it. I don't know. But, yeah. but there's a lot. There's a lot to do. There's a lot that people can do. You can totally make it your own. Right adventure, your own experience. You don't even have to hang out. You can go visit the city. I mean, it's it's a fabulous, fabulous event. And we obviously, it holds a place very near and dear to our hearts because you're going to hear why as we talk about our very first trip to this event. It was trial by fire for us. And so that's kind of the event itself. I don't want to give too much away because we're yeah, going we'll to talk about it throughout, it. The yes. of, yes. throughout the course we're, of the course of the You're going to know episodes. a lot about it. But that's the big overview. Yeah. Yeah. And I think what you said is exactly correct, that you can make it whatever you want to make it. We envisioned us um, making it because we're kind of nerds. And so we signed up for all these lectures and workshops. And, and they looked amazing. And they do look amazing. And, and, they, and the majority of them are free. Yeah. They're included. Yeah, there are so some just, that are, you know, that are an additional charge, but well worth it from what we've heard. And I say from what we've heard because we didn't go to a single one the first year because we were too busy at the bars and in the playrooms and we, we probably, just we probably said like they have an app and you put down I'm t- attending like I'm gonna go maybe I'll go and I think we put down like there was probably 15 different things we were like oh we are definitely going to that and we are definitely like legitimately going to that. really mm-hmm. interested in because I mean it's it's an amazing lineup of extremely interesting workshops and classes and things like that but when when the rubber hit the road, we were, we were elsewhere. <laughs> so, and we kept saying, oh, damn, we should. Re- All right. So no, tomorrow, let's, yeah, let's do tomorrow, what we planned. We uh, are go- oh, that's yeah. the one we really want to go to. So we're going to go to that one. And then as we're at a bar making out with somebody, not ourselves, we were like, oh shit, there's a workshop right now that we should be attending. Yeah. Yeah. We had so much fun. We did. So I think in this though, what we wanted to talk about is kind of leading up to the trip itself. Mm-hmm. And as you heard in our last episode, we 
kind of tied everything together. There were some different things going on. Um, I had had a play date with um, one of my lovers and uh, we'd had a little bit of some negative, not negative. We just had some really fucked up experiences like right before this trip. Mm -hmm. And that was like three dates in a row went crazy. And then we had this trip. So I don't think we were worried though. I don't think we felt like. No, I think we were. Everything because all the other things had been such a great experience, even though it was fucked up. And I think we intuitively knew even that at that early stage in our journey, which now we can look back and say, well, yeah, things are not going to always go great. And things there's going to be some bumps in the road. And we just happened to have a bumpy road for the beginning of uh, late June and, and then early July. And so going into Naughty, we're like, okay, great. So we're going to get on a plane and leave the drama behind. Right. And we're going to go have a great fucking time. Right. But I think we also talked about the fact that some of those things that happened also kind of helped us set the stage for the continuous reminder that you have to be flexible. Oh, absolutely. You have to be you kind of got to go with the flow all that organic stuff that yeah. we talked about especially in the last episode the things that happened that you just kind of got to go with it yeah. well, so the, the, that it doesn't turn negative right. and to be clear the bumpy experiences are valuable experiences oh yeah you know, we, yeah absolutely you need to have those right just like anything else in life yeah we get lots of them. <laughs> yeah we do <laughs> Because, and then we have the fucking amazing experiences. Mm-hmm. So all of that was kind of, had kind of gone on. And then we had this big trip coming at, to New Orleans and we were super excited. So I think what we wanted to do a little bit though, was talk about what we did to prepare ourselves to go to this event as brand new newbie swingers so that we weren't totally shocked and unprepared. I mean, that right. we you know what we did and the things that we felt were very valuable and helpful. And then right. we're going to actually put together like a little package or something like information for folks when they're doing that. We'll have it ready for next year when the time comes. But because we did a lot of things that that really worked out well for us mm-hmm. this year and 2018 and 2019. So we're going to talk a little bit about that, about what we did to prepare for the event and going out and fucking other people was definitely what we did, but that wasn't necessary to prepare for the event because <laughs> <laughs> we were able to do that anyways. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then what we did to prepare for it and then we're going to talk about I think day one and then we'll probably that'll be an, enough to talk about for these episodes we do have the first aud- episode yeah the first episode we do have audio but there is this particular episode we're going to play I think one maybe two clips we planned we thought we were going to chat about every day mm-hmm. and we got there we didn't and we didn't <laughs> And again, not really knowing that we were going to be doing a podcast. Had we known, we probably would have been a lot more careful about making sure we got stuff done. But we were just recording for ourselves. But we wanted to record every day, every night, like recap what we did. So day three rolled around and we were like, oh shit, we haven't recorded yet. So we go backwards and then forwards and we're super tired. Yes. (laughs) Because it's like three o'clock in the morning when we finally get to the first recording. It's already day three. It had been a very busy couple of days, yeah. <laughs> but we went back and did it. And uh, But you'll hear we're pretty tired and not very animated, but it's important to hear some of it. And it's super fun. And we're so happy that we can play some of this stuff for you guys, because this was us, man, <laughs> as it's going on. So we're going to we're going to play that as well. Anything else to kind of set up before we get going? No, I, I don't think so. I mean, other than 
And I'm not exactly sure where this advice came from, but somebody gave us the really amazing and excellent advice that to the extent that you can, try to make contact with people who are going to be there before you go so that you're not just hitting the ground in New Orleans, not knowing anybody. And so we took that to heart and Marina, as Marina often does, took the bull by the horns and started a (laughs) Florida-wide kick group. Well, yeah. So what, what actually happened was that somewhere I stumbled across a group and we had been told that information, probably mm-hmm. maybe even in the Joneses podcast. And so we stumbled across that information or we heard that information. And then I stumbled across this kick group. And for those of you who don't know what kick is, it's kind of, it's a messaging app. We've talked about it a couple of times. We still use it when it's not the middle of a pandemic to communicate with people, with other couples or single guys, because it's an anonymous app and you have a login and you have a, a username and a profile and all that kind of stuff. But you don't, you can text and things like that, but you don't have to give your phone number and you don't have to give your, right. your real name if you don't want to. And so we have... Um, we both created profiles on Kick so that we could kick people separately and things like that. But they also have a group um, availability on Kick as well. And so I found, stumbled across this group that had been put together for people that were going to Naughty and New Orleans for 2018. And I joined the group. So I'm in this group. And like I said, it's very similar to kind of, it's kind of like a Facebook group, but it's, again, anonymous and things like that. But you can put pictures and do all this other kind of stuff. So we're very new in the lifestyle. And things are still very unusual to me. I sometimes still often joke that I'm actually kind of a prude. That is funny. It is true, though. (laughs) I mean, I am. I'm like the, I feel like sometimes I'm a really vanilla (laughs) winger because I'm kind of a prude. I get shocked sometimes at stuff. I don't know where it comes from. I'm not even Catholic. I don't know. I feel like it would be like my good Catholic girl upbringing, but I'm not. So (laughs) I don't know where, I don't know where it comes from. But anyways. For the record, I'm never shocked, nor am I ever prudish. You're not, but I am. That's how we counterbalance each other the other direction. That is true. Mm -hmm. That's true. So we got, I got in this kick group and just tried it. See, and I get in this kick group and these people are talking about having sex with each other. And I was like, what? (laughs) And they were sharing naked pictures and the men, it was mostly men in this group and they're sharing pictures of their wives and there's tits and pussies everywhere. And I was just like, (gasps) oh. Who would do that? And I was telling Tristan, don't you ever get on one of these groups and post pictures of my boobs because I don't post my pictures of my boobs anywhere. You have to earn the right to see my boobs. So I was kind of mortified at how very explicit these people were in this kick group. Mm -hmm. And I thought they all know each other. Clearly, they must know each other because it's very raunchy. And very risque, and they were very explicit about what they were going to be doing. And so I stayed in the group, but I rarely said, I rarely chimed in. Like, I, people probably didn't even know I was there, if, unless they went through the participant, you know, who's, who's a member. So I thought, I, this group is too wild for me. And I wanted to be in a group because I'm a woman, and I needed to know the incredibly important things, like how many pairs of shoes should I bring to New Orleans? <laughs> Do you really not wear a bra when you're there? 
Like it's July and a thousand degrees. Is my hair going to be okay? Is it, um, do I need sunscreen? Like, do you carry a purse? Those are important questions for women. And so I needed that kind of information and there was nobody there. They all wanted to talk about who was going to fuck who and whatever. And you take my wife and I don't know. And and so I just was like, oh, goodness gracious. (laughs) I just need to know, do I wear heels? I mean, that's all I wanted to know. And so I thought, I'm going to find the people. Oh, and they were from further in the country. There was a a large Texas contingency, but these people were from Texas and California and all over. And I thought, why am I going to really work hard to meet people that I'll see once a year when there's a shit ton of people in Florida. So why don't I find these people? Because those are the people I might be able to see again. Like if I really hit it off, mm-hmm. that's was the goal. So you're right. So that was why I then created the kick group. That was kind of the Florida kick group. But again, we were so new and it was so fast that we decided to do this. We didn't even know that Naughty has a member site. Yes. <laughs> that <laughs> takes care of a lot of this for you. Right. <laughs> but it was that their member site is kind of like an SDC or an SLS. It's like a dating site. And you put your pictures and your profile and stuff up there and and you join it. It's like, I don't know, 10 or 25 bucks. But it's worth it because it's Mm -hmm. people that are not necessarily going to Naughty in New Orleans, but those it's a Naughty events site. And so it's people who are usually going to like any of their Naughty events because they do cruises and island beach getaways and all this other kind of stuff. So anyways, they had this membership group, but I didn't know anything about it. So I did it the only way I knew how. And I went on SDC because SDC has a place where you can put where you're going and you can filter and look if you're going to this party I can see all the other people who said they're also going to this party so I pulled up Naughty in New Orleans because I said we were going to go so I pulled up Naughty in New Orleans and then SDC also does it by geographical yeah yeah, geographical radio yeah Yeah. so I knew that there were 10 couples in the Tampa area that were going there were then couples in the Orlando area that were going then there was couples in South Florida then couples in North Florida. And so I could see where those couples mm-hmm. were. And I literally made a list and I went through and you created said, a spreadsheet. If I, I, did, I recall, I, create, and, I did. Yeah. I created a spreadsheet. That is so fucking sexy. I'm so <laughs> attracted to you I'll right put now. My librarian glasses <laughs> on and put my hair up in a bun for you then. But I did. So I emailed, I messaged all these people in SDC and I said, Hey, I see you're going to Nadia New Orleans. So are we. And so I've created this kick group. And if you would like to join, here is the information about the kick group and let's connect before we go. So we have people to talk to while we're there. So I did that and I probably sent out 25 or 30 emails. And I literally only, I think I only did the people in Florida, mm-hmm. maybe some South Georgia people, but really only Florida people. But I did say, if you know anybody that's going that you think would like to be a part of this group, absolutely invite them and give them the information. And in doing that, I sent that email to somebody else who was also doing the same thing. They live in Tallahassee and they had been to Naughty in 2017 and he was doing it through the Naughty member site. He was, which I didn't know existed, and he was going through and he was tagging everybody that was in Florida and saying, hey, you're in Florida. Would you like to 
um, we're going to get together is what he was kind of trying to do this unofficial Florida meetup. Mm -hmm. So when he saw my thing, we connected and he said, we're going to try and do this unofficial Florida meetup between your group and my group, we might actually have some people. And his comment to me was that they were doing that because they had been in 2017. They didn't know anybody when they showed up and they had an okay time, but they really felt like they missed out because they hadn't made connections beforehand. Beforehand, Right. So it really was a great serendipitous thing that Mm -hmm. happened that I happened to message him. So between the two of us kind of canvassing the state, we ended up, I think with that first group, we ended up with 20 or 25 people in the group, mostly men, shocker. And uh, I think there was literally maybe three women. And I was like the only one that ever said anything. And then all the dudes. And then there were some other couples, like most people were from Florida. But then and then it kind of morphed into some South Georgia people mm-hmm. and things like that. So we had about 20 guys on there that were 20 to 25 people, mostly men that were very active in the group. And so we all started to get to know each other. And it was really cool. And it was really awesome. And they all the, the men started talking and oh, and what I did was I when anybody new joined the group I said let us know your screen name tell us where you live tell us how how if you've been to naughty in New Orleans before yeah because I was trying to also gauge who was a newbie right and I said you know we're new and if you have been do you have any advice right and I said yep if you have advice and we kind of went through this like pretty periodically and I only did it about um, six weeks out so it wasn't like months and months in advance it was about six maybe even four weeks out from the event so that people weren't tired of talking to each other about it and it really ramping up and getting excited. So we did that. And so I met a lot of the guys and the guys in that group in in our little group started getting (laughs) nasty and dirty and horny. And they're posting pictures of their girlfriends and their wives and they're all fucking this and that. And I was like, oh my God, I can't believe it. Not unlike the other group. Not unlike the other group. And there, but there were no women that I could ask, do I wear high heels? (laughs) Still again, (laughs) the same problem. But it was okay. And I realized that I realized, gee, I'm being a little bit, I don't know, have a stick up my ass about it. I think you were being a little kind of elitist and not elitist. elitist. It was, the word escapes me, but. I was just naive and I didn't know. And I it think, was I think naive is yeah, the but word. That's, yeah. yeah, that's yes. But but it was really, really fun because then I would get on and say, guys, man, you you sure do like to show pictures of your girlfriend's fucking other people. <laughs> they were like, uh yeah. <laughs> that's kinda duh. why we're going here. I was so young and so naive. It was so funny. So it was actually, it was an amazing experience to kind of Mm -hmm. accidentally start that group. It was, I just was like, screw it. I'm not going to show up and not know anybody. And this is the best way to meet people. So it ended up being this, like I said, this kind of a crazy thing. So we had started that kick group and met through the kick group group online. And actually, right before we left, the week before we left, one of the guys, the, one, the a couple that lives on the east coast of Florida, the daughter lives like 40 minutes from us. And he was coming over to our side of the state to do some work for her. And he said, Hey, do, if I can get away, do you guys want to go have dinner? And we said, Yeah. And so he did. And it mm-hmm. was awesome. Mm-hmm. So we ended up meeting him before we even went to right. New Orleans, because that was like the week before, like, a, it was like a week. Yeah. And so, 
we ended up meeting him, and then they're they're going to show up in our story yes, very they are. quickly. Yes, they are. So that was super cool. So you just never know where your connections are going to come from. And I think the other thing, not only about trying to meet people when you go or before you go, the other thing that we were also told was talk to everybody. Yes, that's an important point. Because not only do you not know where your connections are going to come from, you don't know in where those connections are going to go. You don't know where those connections are going to lead and three people down the chain, you know, so maybe we didn't get along with couple A, but they introduced us to couple B who introduced us to couple C who are awesome. And you just never know. And so that was also great advice is talk to everybody. And, and at that stage for us in our lifestyle journey, we needed the practice and Naughty is a great kind of uh, laboratory for that, especially for me to be able to just, you know, it's, it's a situation where, yeah, just talk to everybody. Nobody cares. Right. You know, nobody cares. You know, it was kind of like our cruise, you know, with our cruise ship mentality, which is, you know, let's just have fun and talk to everybody and put my insecurities aside and just have a good time. And right. so that's what we did. And it was awesome. Those were the two best pieces of yeah. advice. You know what, ladies, it didn't matter if I took high heels or not. <laughs> <laughs> that was a much better piece of advice. I did find out about the next year, though, and I will tell you all about it. All the important lady stuff. But this year, I didn't have any of that information because the dudes all just were sharing pictures about their girlfriends and wives fucking everybody else. So <laughs> I didn't know shit. So I always went with the flow and hoped that the shoes I took worked. <laughs> And they did. They did. They absolutely did. So that was huge. And having that, and the reason that we're spending time talking about this is because it is so important to try to find community. And that was the way for us that worked really, really well. And it set us up to be successful right away. And it wasn't because out of those 25 couples, we hooked up with all of them and had sex with all, it, actually very few. But right. what happened was we, we set it up so that we had had people to talk to, like you just said. And then the other advice that we had gotten, which was talk to everybody, led to us meeting people, meeting people, meeting more people. Right. And then that created those other relationships. Yeah. And, and, so, and meeting people that we still are mm -hmm. friends with today. Yep. Close Absolutely. friends. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Absolutely. Very close friends. Yeah, yeah. We made some very close Completely friends. Completely unplanned and just happened to be in the same place. And yeah, mm -hmm. all because of right, the way that, this the way that we, out. yeah, exactly. Right. So we um, highly advocate that. And as we get a little bit further into our stories of our journey and next year in 2021, we're going to be able to put a lot of this stuff together for you guys and actually have some guides and things like that because it's so valuable. It was so valuable for us that we want to teach other people how to do what we did. And it doesn't work for everybody, but it worked amazingly for us. And we'll be doing it again in 2021, I'm sure, mm -hmm. our little system. So we'll put all that together for you guys. But it's it was so great because showing up at an event, we were terrified and overwhelmed just in the thought of going. So it was nice knowing that we already knew people mm -hmm. that we'd never met, but we knew them. Yeah, we had some touchstones so, going in. As a matter of fact, so much so that... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that, that I think I know where you're going. Uh, yeah, the day we, we head off to New Orleans, right. our flight leaves at seven o'clock in the morning and we go, we're flying Spirit School Bus Airlines. School Bus in the Sky. <laughs> school Bus in the Sky. <laughs> And so we had to be at the airport at ungodly 6 a.m. I don't even know what. Yeah, I think we got there at 6 a.m. I think our flight left at 7.15. I think, yeah, something like like our flight left at, no, I think our flight left at 7, but we got to New Orleans at 7.15. Yeah, that's right. Like, it was the like time a 15, change. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
time, but it seemed like a 15-minute flight. We were time traveling. Yes, we were. It was pretty cool. So we get on the plane, and we had shared photos of ourselves in the kick group, but had not met anybody. We knew we had met one other couple mm. because they live close to us locally, and we had met them mm. at a meet and greet and things like that. And then the husband from the... And the husband yeah. from the group on the East yeah, Coast. But other than yeah. that, that was it. Yeah. So as a matter of fact, the husband on the from the East Coast, that couple, they said, we'll meet you Wednesday. This was Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday afternoon. Yeah, said, Wednesday, well, so Wednesday was the first, first day. First day. So we let we got there at seven o'clock in the morning to New Orleans. And so this the other couple was gonna be coming in on a flight later in the afternoon. So we get on the plane and we sit in the back of the plane and we're getting on the plane and I feel like someone called my name, but I'm dead tired, whatever. I'm like, oh yeah, whatever, I must be hearing things. And Tristan says to me, Honey, I think someone's calling you. And I'm like, No, they're not, because six seven o'clock in the morning. I don't know when it was six thirty in the morning, whatever. And then I hear my name being called again. And I'm like, what? And I turn around and it's another couple from our kit group. Mm -hmm who recognized us as we walked on the plane and walked past them because they were already boarded. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh my God, like we had no idea we were on the same flight. You know, of course we're getting on the plane and there's all these people behind me and I'm like, I'll message you. So we're sitting on the plane, they're in the front, we're in the back and I'm messaging him. And I said, hey, you want to catch a cab when we get to New Orleans? And he was like, hell yeah. So that was just like the funniest thing because I, I remember you saying to me, someone's calling you and I'm like, no, they're not. Like I was half asleep. <laughs> But like, leave me alone. Don't talk to me. I am not a morning person. No, she is not. <laughs> and so this is what happens is that that was a, an amazing connection that there we were walking on the plane and, and someone noticed us from our picture. So it was really, really funny. So we got we get there and the other couple that we did know locally, they were coming in on Southwest, but they were like 10 minutes behind us. So they had messaged and said, hey, you're we're coming in like right behind you. Do you want to share a cab? So the six of us shared a cab mm -hmm. into town and they... They didn't know the other couple. We didn't hadn't just met them. We'd only met the other couple. And there we are, these three couples sharing a cab from the airport into New Orleans because we'd all connected mm -hmm. from this kit group. Right. So that immediately started that. The couple that we met on the plane, he had been to Naughty like five times. Yeah. She had been twice. I think so. And they were also volunteering. So they were working there. Mm -hmm. And they live in our area. And we got to the hotel at like eight o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> right. I think we landed at 730. We did. We got a van right away. Right. And we, I mean, it's like, yeah. And so we're at the Astro Hotel, like 815 a.m. Yeah, a little early like, to check in. <laughs> yep. They had, actually, they, our rooms were not ready, but we did check in. They were. That's right. Yeah. Naughty yeah. was ready to go. Yeah. They had their table set up. We walked in, we checked in, we left our luggage that's a, that's and we right. went, yep. And we said, and we went with the other couple that from our plane, we asked the other couple if they want to go. They said, nope, they were going to go run some errands. And, um, but we went to breakfast. Mm -hmm. There we were in New Orleans at eight o'clock in the morning. So go get breakfast. So we went to have breakfast with this couple that we had never met before and heard their stories. And he had been multiple times. So we picked his brain about what yeah. goes on, what happens and things like that. And it was awesome. It was so great. And that's how we spent our very first morning. Yeah, it was a great way to start to start our trip. It was. Because they, they had so much information for us and it was so valuable and they're such a nice couple and such a great couple. Right. Yeah, we had just a great breakfast and everything was wonderful and it was just a, the start of a, an amazing five days. Right, right. Yeah, it was a great way to start. It was. So we got a text that our room was ready and so we went back to the hotel after breakfast and checked in, got our room, got changed, put our stuff away and by the time I think we did all that, it was time for the first bar takeover. Oh, and another couple 
that we had met on our kit group or I had met from the other, actually that had contacted the, me. Yeah. They were in the other kit group. They were, they had contacted me from the husband had contacted me from the other kit group. He were, there were only like two people from the other kit group that knew that I existed <laughs> because <laughs> I never said a word. And so he had contacted me and, um, and we had messaged back and forth and he said, do you want to, um, we're going to come in on, we're coming in Wednesday. And people kind of come in sporadically during Wednesday. Some people don't even come till Thursday. Some come in on Tuesday. Yeah. 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 So we said, yeah, we'll meet you in the lobby, uh, the lobby before the very first bar mm-hmm. takeover. And we'll head to the first bar together. So this is how it all works. Like, again, I, we didn't know these people from Adam. This was just, we had met them on kick and sometimes you hit it off. Sometimes you don't. We, I mean, it doesn't really matter. And we took totally to heart that if someone wanted to go have breakfast with us or lunch with us or said, Hey, you want to meet at a bar or whatever? We said, yes. It's not, yes, I will go fuck you. It's yes, I meet everybody. I'd love to meet you and let's talk. And, let's talk and, and let's hear your story. Hear your story. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And because as... And as we've talked about, yeah, many times, it's the people in the Lysol are just wonderful people and the sort of people that you do want to just go sit and have breakfast with and chat about crazy stuff that you can't talk with anybody else about. Absolutely. Yeah. And you're so excited to be in this place. Yeah. And they were brand new and we were brand new, this other couple. Yeah, the, yeah, they were the, from Texas. And they... Yeah, that's right. It was their first year too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it was just super... It, the whole thing was just awesome. And everybody was giddy and excited and everybody has their different levels and the people that have been there before know what they want to do and it was just it was so fun so what happens is that every afternoon there are actually four bar takeovers mm-hmm. or at least in 2018 i think in 2019 think, it was the same yeah it was the same I, I in 2019 that, yeah, they're going to offer the same in 2021 but what they did is they said okay from noon to three there's two bars and from three to six there there's are two, two bars, bars right and you don't have to go to any of these because there's also workshops and things going on also at that time and there's just tons and tons and, and, tons and of also stuff. in the afternoon playrooms are open if you don't don't want to do any of that stuff you can just go but we'll talk about playrooms later right actually i don't think they're open on wednesday the very first day that you're you get right there they don't open till wednesday night officially that's and right then yeah you're right thursday during the day there are there are windows of time where those are open because right. they use them also for classes and workshops but anyway so we knew we were gonna we like to drink apparently that's not <laughs> uncommon in the lifestyle and so we knew which bars we were like we're gonna hit both of them we're gonna go to this one and then that one and they do such a great job they're usually very close together they're mm-hmm. about maybe a block apart, and um, they're all usually along Bourbon Street or down. Actually, I think, I they think were they're all, all on they're Bourbon all on Street. Bourbon yeah, Street. come to think of it, yeah. they just do an amazing job. These naughty events is just like we can't say enough fabulous things about them. So we had planned on going, and so we met our friends in the lobby, the new couple that we hadn't met. About everybody on this trip is going to be new, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> so we met them in the lobby and took off to the very first bar takeover at like noon. Because mm-hmm. it was it was from noon to three, so we went with them and met them and headed off to the bar. And they actually had met somebody else, I think, actually two other couples. And then our friends from the East Coast showed up, and mm-hmm. they said, you know, texted and said, "Where are you?" We're like, "We're over here." I think we were. At the drinkery or something and said we're here so they came and found us the numbers start to swell so we went to the one bar we went to another a second the second bar at that particular time yeah in the early slot mm-hmm. 
And uh, I think we ended up going back to the first place yeah. or whatever. And, and it was just so fun. And people are starting to file in and you're meeting new people and you stop and talk to somebody. And actually, that Wednesday is great because there aren't as many people there because they do start to kind of come in. So you can really talk to people. It's very, it does get a little bit more challenging at the bar takeovers on like, say, Friday afternoon because mm-hmm. it's just wall to wall people. Yeah. So this was time that you really could talk to people and get to know them a little bit better and things like that. And so we were talking and and whatever. And so we had gotten up really early in the morning. 4.30 in the morning or four, maybe even four, who knows. Breakfast? We ate breakfast with our our friends from Tampa. Mm -hmm. And we went out drinking. Yeah. And And we had finished breakfast by like 8.30. Yeah, yeah. Because we got there so early. Yeah. Yeah. So this is like, you know, two. And we didn't eat anything else the rest of the day. So in case anybody can't figure out where this is going, <laughs> <Where> this is going. <laughs> Marina may have gotten overserved. <laughs> Apparently, I was feeling no pain and I ordered doubles because they I think they were just serving doubles, honestly. Was that what it was? I think so because a lot of t- a lot of these bars they'll they'll have special Oh, that's right. It's like specials. 5 bucks a drink, but it's a but double. Yeah, or yeah. like 2 for or 1. Or 2 for 1. Or like oh, two, yeah. actually some of the places there were 3 for 1 beers and Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. you pay like seven bucks, but you get three beers right. or something like yeah. that. Yeah, they do a good job of yeah. treating you well. Exactly. You're still going to spend a ton of money, by the way, but it was awesome. So so these were doubles that they were just doubles. But <laughs> here's the thing. I went back because we talk about it in the audio, and I don't think that it's in the clip that we're going to play here, but it's in the regular audio. And I had two drinks. I got the third drink. Yes, they were doubles, hmm. but I'm not a tiny little thing, and I usually can handle my liquor pretty well and i know my yeah, tolerance can. i know where i i know when to say when i got the third drink i started to drink it i think i went and stood up or something and i knew i was fucked up and i got i was talking to somebody else i think i came and got you mm-hmm. and i said i can't finish this drink and we gotta go <laughs> yeah you handed the drink to me yeah and i said i don't want to i don't want to get shit-faced i don't want to meet someone and be shit-faced because I don't want the first impression of someone of me is that I'm a drunk ass. And it hit me like out of the blue. Yeah, it was it was surprising to me because I've known you for so long. <laughs> and so you turned to me and said, I can't finish this drink. Like, I, and this, I, I said, and this we got to go. And I said, this is your third drink. And Marina said, yeah, I know. <laughs> and here you go. And I said, well, okay. Because we've established that I have a remarkably high tolerance. And so I'm like, all right, well, let me finish this before we go. Because <laughs> we paid for yeah, it. I paid for it. <laughs> And I had met somebody, but... Uh, oh, I know. Yeah, that's okay. Sorry. Yeah, I met her again. Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Because actually, I think I interrupted you. You did. Yeah. Yeah, it was okay. It was important. It was important. That was very important because, and this is another... Now, so, this is another instructive and important story. So, this is probably like four o'clock in the afternoon on the first day. Right. And luckily, you caught what was going on and said, oh, shit, I, we need to bail right now because we were able to fix it. Mm-hmm. And you rallied and we did, we took the necessary steps, which meant we went to Crystal Burger and got a shit ton of Crystal Burgers oh, and, and chili cheese fries. I did not well, throw up. we just needed to get something in your stomach. I know. And, and that was the thing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so we went to there's a Crystal Burger like in the on the ground floor, what yeah. uh, in the same block as the Aster, and so we loaded up on just greasy, oh. cheap, nasty food. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Which is a shame in New Orleans, yeah, but it was, you know what? No, it, that's, they, this was emergency. That's what was required. We were at yeah, it was yeah. five. <laughs> we, yeah, it was an emergency. So it was. We took all that back up to the room and we ate, and then yeah. we slept for like two hours. Mm-hmm. 
and you were fine. Yep. We were both fine. We missed, unfortunately. So the ver- on the very first day mm-hmm. of each Naughty in New Orleans, they have a uh, sexual freedom parade. Yeah, I we call it this. I think it's swinger. We call it the swinger parade, yeah, but that, I think yeah. it's the yeah sexual freedom. And yeah, where they you make song like it's literally a parade. Yeah, yeah. Right? They, in like, Mardi Gras style, like they block Nathrow off Beat. a part mm-hmm. of Bourbon Street. Yep. And there's a there's floats and a parade and beads and the yep. whole nine yards. That's everybody wears white small, and scaled yeah. down. But yep. Right. Well, actually, we've missed that both years. <laughs> We've yeah, we are, we're gonna need to try and go to that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I really want to. I know. I was that was like one of the things um that I was most Last, excited the, about. I know that yeah, like in 2019, years, yeah. you were like, we are so going. I was like, I yes, know. we are. I don't remember. Well, we'll get to that. Yeah, that's a whole nother year down yeah, the road. I know. But We've yes. got a lot of chronology. But so we missed that. We needed to, and it was important that we extracted ourselves when we did because then that saved the rest of the night. And so that's that's important information if you feel yourself starting to slip. And I knew going in and had heard that also. That was like key rule number one: it's a marathon, not a sprint. Right. Do and not get fucked and, up yeah. and hydrate, hydrate, hydrate because these bars offer these great deals, and you're drinking and you and it's comfortable to have a drink in your hand and all those things. And, and it's so fun, and you're talking to so right. many people and you're just having a great time and so it's, and I, it's literally easy, it's easy had, to lose track this was the thing that was so <laughs> was crazy it was totally true drink. drink so i think from flying and being you know yeah. you dehydrate when you fly we'd only eat i mean i don't even know we got up at four o'clock in the morning there were so many things but they yeah that was thank goodness my wits were still about me enough to be able to say i don't want anybody to meet me this way so we left yeah and that was the best thing ever because there were very few people that we even knew and i'm like i don't i don't want anybody to think that i'm like i said i don't want anybody to think i'm this drunk stupid bitch so we just quietly left <laughs> napped and by eight o'clock it was all good to go showered f- shaved it was a fresh new day yep brushed your teeth <laughs> <laughs> It's like a whole other experience. And it really was yeah. because we had well, another like seven hours. We did. Yeah. Yeah. That was a, it was a good move to extract ourselves and mm-hmm. recuperate and rally. Right. Right. So what happened then, Tristan? Well, while we were at the drinkery, well, we talked about our East Coast couple. Mm-hmm. They came in around three o'clock and I had never met her. We had met the husband because we had dinner with him the week before. I had never met the wife, never chatted with her, never texted her anything. I had just seen a picture of her, and she's really super cute. She I, was not in the kit group. Right. He, she was, was, he was very yes, active in the yeah, kit Yeah, he group, was very she active. She never even, I don't think she joined. Yeah. So I met her, and we really hit it off right away. And so we were ready to go. And <laughs> even in the afternoon? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I was drunk. I don't remember. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We were pretty much ready to go. And that, but, and that's actually not who I was. There was another woman. That's that, what I was thinking. Yeah. No, that's, no. There was some. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I was like, okay. Yeah. No, I know who you're talking about. There, there was another woman that I would, had connected with. <laughs> so I was slutting it up. You were. I was. Yeah. Dang. I was, yeah. I was having a lot of fun. So we had connected. And actually, we had gone with them to another bar and then back. I don't know if you had. Yes. It. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We went to one. It was kind of dead. But it was with them. I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. that. Yeah. I think so. Yes. Yeah. So that connection had been made. And so when we had to go back to our room and recover, we didn't really have firm plans to meet up with them. I don't think but we, did we at just, all. no, I don't think we did. But we just did. And so we went to the very first party that night, which was the Glow Party. And that's right. We ran into them. And she and I were like, oh, yay. <laughs> so we reconnected right? and you know, we danced and made out and touched and all of this. And so at one point during the evening, she turned to Marina and said, so are we going to go play or what? Right. 
And I think we were both kind of taken aback because we're relatively, this we're is a, new, very, this is a right? very experienced couple. They've been at this yeah, for like 10 20, years. I thought I was thinking maybe, like 20 years. Oh, I, maybe. Yeah. yeah maybe. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, they've, they've been around the block. We yeah. had not. And they're like our age. They are. Yeah. So, yeah. so they've been doing this since they were like 30. Right. So the answer was yes, <laughs> but we still wanted to go up and take, so at 10 o'clock on the very first night, there is a playroom tour and it's a way to see all the playrooms and so just for perspective this is a huge hotel and so they take an entire floor of the hotel where actually that is you're going to play the audio that well is then i'll the stop talking about this play. and we'll, right. let, we'll let our initial impression yeah govern here right so let's pause here and we're going to talk about the playroom tour so then at some point in time we also oh yeah did we, the did play- the playroom we did the playroom tour yeah we did do the playroom tour that was, that was the, the only thing. thing that's so far that's the only thing on our schedule that we've <laughs> That we've hit. Yeah, because I was at 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. So we ran upstairs and we're like, all right, we'll be back. We're going to go do the playroom tour. And we did. And then we came back. And did we do it? No. We... It was like at 10 o'clock at night oh, because okay. it was before they Who opened. did we do it with? Were we? Did, they didn't come. Did they come with no, us? Uh, it was just us? It was just us. Oh, okay. I mean, we ran. We talked to people when we were there. So yeah. Yeah. So we did the, so talk, let's talk about the playroom tour really mm-hmm. fast. So sure. they, they do it before anybody's played in it. So no one has played in it. And so basically they take these meeting rooms that are, you know, in the hotel and they set them up with, um, all these mattresses. They bring in all these mattresses and they erected, um, curtain rods and holders around the different mattress setups, depending on what room it is, and then they hang gauze drapes or something around them. And so we were talking to somebody about how they do it, and they come in on Tuesday, and they schlep all these air mattresses. Are they air mattresses? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, the one that you were getting fucked on tonight was an air mattress. That's what I thought, but it was the one that we were... I don't think the one we were in the other night was an air mattress. I think it was... I don't know. So I don't know what they are, but anyways, they're about um, doubles. Uh Yeah, the size of a double bed. And depending on what room you're in, they're all configured a little bit differently. So they have the group playroom, which is huge, like two beds back back to back. And they're almost set up in like fours, mm. you know, like these yeah, yeah, like, of yeah. fours where, but there's, there is curtain stuff hanging around, but nothing closes because mm. you're in the group section. And it's big. I mean... Yeah, it's a conference room. Yeah. So what there is these conference yeah. rooms. But you're on the second floor, so there are actually room rooms there, but these are conference rooms. Well, the group room. The group room. Okay, yeah. So the group room was the one, was one, and then they have um, the Tantra room. And as you walk through, there, there are signs on the by the doors that tell which each room is and what it's for. And so the Tantra room is where you can, you know, experience Tantric breathing and your methods and things like that and probably it had some yoga e type music and some incense going so there was that one then there were the semi-private rooms which are two beds together curtains that can be kind of pulled down but basically people are allowed to look because that's how it rolls when you're in a swinger thing there's no place really to go to have sex there's not someone watching so uh or right next to you or right next to you so that was so uh, semi-private, and then they had the dark room, which is a, what I had heard was it's basically a bunch of men either wanting their cocks sucked or their um, or to fuck you, and there's not a lot of women in there. But it was pitch black. They turned off the lights to show us. We went in, and so you turn off the lights, and it's pitch black, and they 
you just if you walk in you just doing your thing and feeling who you feel kind of a thing um they had the bisexual room which i think is just a room where people are having sex yeah i didn't I, see anybody bisexual doing anything i'm not really sure why yeah, but, I mean, but anyway so that was the, this is the tour yeah, so yeah. we're on the tour so they have that set up they have a crystal room which is like a a much more open room than the um, semi-private so you, the idea there is that you would it's good for watching it's real pretty it's white you know yeah, they I think they light. used to call it the white room actually yeah they have some white lights and very sheer yeah. curtains yeah and so it's a good place so there's a lot of light yeah more light than in the yes than any other place actually um, and then there is the plus one room mm-hmm. which we just talked about which is basically where they have a bunch of black men that are there to service the women and the husbands can watch or not so there you go with that and it used to be called the chocolate room but now they call it the plus one and what else was there there was no the the bdsm dungeon is not at this hotel it's at the one that's around the corner right yeah and we so, don't and we don't know whether there are other rooms uh, over, over there. there we should check that out tomorrow yeah, let's, let's do, do that, that. Yeah. Yeah, because I do want one of the things. That, I, mean, uh, yeah. I, I do want to watch some of the BDSM stuff, just right? So because this is the time to do it. And yeah, do, well, you may be out like, of oh, gas, but unless they do it where you can still sit, I don't know. We're gonna, yeah, we're gonna we'll check it out tomorrow. Yeah, we'll find out. So I think that that's all the different rooms that were there. But there's, I mean, it's a big, it's a lot. It's there's a lot. A lot yeah. There's a lot going on, and yeah. um, they, the staff is amazing. Mm-hmm. And they're all volunteers that um, that basically get free registration and a discounted hotel rate so you can save some money but they work their tails off Mm -hmm. so you walk in and you can't be wearing street clothes if you're wearing street clothes you have to change out of them um so they know that you belong there kind of a thing they um have towels set up and the staff like basically kind of just hangs out in the corners you don't even really even know that they're there and they swoop in the minute that uh, you know people get off the beds and they spray down the beds, and then they put a new sheet on the bed, and then they're done. Like, I didn't even know that it was happening. Like, last night, you know, I was going down on you, and the couple that was next to us were fucking, and they finished. And I could kind of knew something was going on. Right. But they came in and... and Quietly and just... Changed out while I was going down on you right there. Yep. And and I didn't... I mean, I really didn't even know that it was happening. Right. I You know, I... I knew, but it wasn't like it was obvious, and so right. yeah, very, very professional and right, and uh, yeah, great staff. Yeah, yeah. So they're amazing. So uh, that was the tour that we did, and um, it was great to see it all in the daytime, and so or, or not daytime, but you know, at least the lights, every all the lights were on, so you could really see mm-hmm. and understand what the playrooms were like, and so that was that was cool. I started to fall asleep again right there. I told you I'm fucking tired of yeah, shit. It's been a long day. It's been a long day. It's been I'm, a long three just, days. Oh god, I just got my brain's fucked out. So let's wrap up the story, please. <laughs> okay. So as you can tell from that clip, we were extraordinarily tired. <laughs> I don't think there has ever, ever, ever been a time in my life where I fell asleep talking. <laughs> While talking. And actually, that was the second yeah, time. Yeah, it had already happened once before in, in like that clip, like three minutes, three minutes earlier. earlier yeah. And I fucking fell asleep while I was talking. Never in my entire life, ever. Yeah, you were like, wait, what? What did I just say? I, I, I think I just fell asleep. Yeah, that was the first one that we didn't play for you. Yeah, well, it was too long because <laughs> it was like three minutes ago in the clip, and so yeah, and then all of a sudden I'm like, 
oh my god, I fell asleep again. Yeah, <laughs> it was. It that was the weirdest thing too. I I don't recommend it. It's like so at we, that point we had been up or like almost. It was like the CIA experiment where we had been intentionally <laughs> kept awake and then fed lots of alcohol and sex for you know days and days on end to see how well, we see how we responded. Did you hear what I said? I said my brain is fucked, fucked out. out. Yeah. <laughs> and it was. It was. It clearly was. Yeah. So By the way, it, I'm raising my hand for more of that CIA experiment. Are you? Oh yeah. Yeah. Sign you up. <laughs> So explain why we were so tired. That was not day one. No, no. So that was that was Wednesday. That was, so that was Friday night slash Saturday morning. It was, it was probably three o'clock in the morning on Saturday morning. Yeah. So that was the end of day three, beginning of day four. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And we had just gotten back from the plus one room, which is, so you'll hear a <laughs> reference in there to, yeah. well, I think I, a couple of references where I said, well, like the mattress that you were just fucked on and <laughs> and so forth. And so we had just returned from the plus one room, yeah, yeah. which we'll talk about, I guess, in ep- maybe the it next episode. It took me episode? two days to get my nerve up to go to yeah. the plus one room, which yeah. is also considered the chocolate room. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I think you had a good time we're gonna talk about that but not this time not this time all right yeah yeah and so there are and there are a couple spoiler of, alert i had a great time yeah spoiler right, alert. yeah and i think there are a couple of other references in that clip to things that had already happened right and so just for you know clarification we were recording this three days after we had arrived in new orleans and so going back and doing the playroom tour that's where we were at mm-hmm. that point if we're going chronologically and so we had just finished the playroom tour gone back down to the ballroom where the glow party was going on reconnected with the couple our east coast of florida couple and so we were then going to decide where we were going to go play right and marina and i had at this point realized that we weren't ready to go play in a playroom this was too much for us too we had never done that before we had never fucked in front of a bunch of people we had never fucked around a bunch. this is and this is not like two people around you yeah, i mean no, there's a lot going on in it's this a place. hotel and ballroom it's, full of people yeah it's awesome yeah yeah it is but it's it was scary and that was our very first time and the reference actually i don't think we talk about it in this clip but when you hear the whole audio you'll hear us talking about the fact that she says to us do you want to go to our room your mm-hmm. room or the playrooms and we again we were like no not not the playrooms because right. you were concerned of that it be a performance issue there was so much going on i you know i'd have been lost in just the enormity of it all so we decided to go back to their room which was for us at that time the correct decision right because we weren't ready for that i wasn't ready for that i think probably it was more of an issue for me but i think we both were were, oh no yeah i was terrified yeah so for us the more comfortable are you kidding i'm the girl that didn't like to see the men posting the pictures that's right because you're such a girlfriend's fucking right Yeah. So for us at that time, and and as we mentioned earlier, this is a couple that has been very experienced in the lifestyle and have been to Naughty many, many times. And they're in Mm -hmm. South Florida. They go to trapeze all the time. And Mm which is a, a sex club in Fort Lauderdale. So for us, the only thing that was on the table for us was we're going to go to one of our rooms. And so then the question was, which room? And so we went to their room. So we went up the elevator to their room and we get into their room and we start making out. She gets naked really fast. Mm-hmm. She was ready to go. I think they had, it was just one bed. They had a king. Nope. Did they have two beds? Oh. I thought they had a king bed. It was, and so we were all in the same bed. Oh, maybe. I'm pretty sure that we were. So Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. So I was on my side of the bed with her and you were on your side of the bed 
with him and things were progressing really quickly. She got naked almost immediately mm-hmm. and I was doing my thing. I was kissing, caressing, sucking, licking, you know, just the, the, whole, the whole thing. You pulled out my thing. all I, your <laughs> entire playbook was open and you were going down the list. <laughs> your outline and your notes yeah. and you're mentally going through I didn't have each. a recipe for her. Oh, I'm sure you did. <laughs> Well, it was working. Yeah. Whatever recipe or notes or I, outline oh, I had. Not, yeah. I'm not saying it didn't. I'm just saying you. I, I know you and you yeah. were mentally going through your checklist. I was, yeah, yeah, yeah. We were on the other side of the bed and the super not fun part of the story is, so this is the guy we had met a week before, felt like we hit it off. He's a good looking guy, a little bit older than we are, not much, super smart, you know, all the things I like. He's witty. Very well traveled, mm-hmm. world traveler. And I love talking to him and hearing the stories. So I felt connected with him and we start playing and I went down on him first and nothing, no, nothing. But he was very interested in watching you with his wife. Mm-hmm. That was something I picked up on immediately I think I had started to already realize that that is something that is not uncommon, especially because you love watching me. So I'm very acutely aware of that. Mm -hmm. And I have no problem with it. If we need to pause and you want to watch your wife get fucked by my husband, that is totally great. Because guess what? You're going to get turned on and I'm the beneficiary. So I'm not stupid. It doesn't bother me at all. (laughs) You do what you need to do and come on back here because when you're ready, come on back. Mm -hmm. Right. So it doesn't bother me. And in the full audio, you talk about the fact that they, you saw them like they were holding hands. Yeah. And, yeah. And which they, was super cool mm-hmm. because I, it, there was one point where I was going down on her and Marina was going down on him. Mm-hmm. And I looked up and the two of them were holding hands and they were looking at each other while they were both being pleasured by us. Which as is a couple, which is awesome. Yeah. It was super cool. And I don't, we've never seen that since. Yeah. Probably not. Yeah. We certainly hadn't seen it before because we do it sometimes. Yeah. We do. We've seen it. Right. We've seen Yeah. But so it, it doesn't have, yeah. But it's, it's rare. It's, yeah, it's rare. It's, it's, it's rare a that you're connection. all four in right. the room sometimes these days, it yeah. feels like, you know, but yeah. yeah. But for me, they were having that moment. He was really watching her and I was getting nothing from him. Like he did not get hard. You know, again, I, you know, big deal. I just roll with it. It's fine. So I always feel like when that happens, and again, we are new. This is not something that I'm used to, but. This was only the fourth couple that we had been with. Right. Yeah. Only the fourth couple but that we had been with. I think in all of fifth, our. Wait, no, the fifth couple that we had been with. Whatever. It doesn't matter. We yeah, were well, new. Because our very first experience <laughs> didn't work either. So it was kind of like I was not, that was not unusual for us, for me to have an experience where it was not what I thought it was going to be. And I think ladies, if you're listening, and even guys, if you're listening, it is so important to make that not an issue because it's not an mm-hmm. issue. It's like, yeah, so my night may or may not be great, but it just doesn't matter. It's sex. It's not the end of the world. And so I am okay with that. That was totally fine. So whatever I was doing wasn't working or wasn't exciting him or who knows, I had had to go back and take a nap earlier. So maybe he was exhausted and there's just no telling. Mm -hmm. The other thing I also thought was that maybe she was waiting to play with me and I wasn't sure if that's where some of the disconnect was like maybe, oh shit, because a lot of times it's very common for women to kind of start off 
off the play together. Yeah. But that's not me because I'm not as into women. So that's not a natural progression for me. So I thought, oh, shit, if that's something for her, like if she's used to starting off with a woman and he's used to seeing that or that's what he wants Maybe to see. Maybe that's what that he requires yeah, to get that, going. To get yeah. excited. Yeah. So at one point in time, before we kept going, she got up and went to the bathroom and, and I said to him, hey, is she waiting? She wanting to play with me? He said, no, 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 she's not into women. Anything above the waist, but she's not. And I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, cool, me too, because <laughs> whatever, you know. And so that wasn't it. But I thought that that might be a piece of the yeah. puzzle too. But yeah, yeah so thought, it just... But that wasn't... Right. So in my mind, I'm running through all these things as to right. why I'm not having the experience. And the two of you are... We're like... You're like we're pumping the brakes. In. We're I pumping know, the brakes yeah. because from the beginning, she handed me condoms and not just one. <laughs> She was ready to go. So at one point, she was going down on me, and I was watching her because I like to watch women going down on me. It's very exciting. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. Duh. duh. <laughs> but, but what made it not so exciting is that she kept, like, giving him the side eye and looking over at him and, like, what the fuck? Get it together, dude. So it dude. wasn't it, like No, a, it, was, it wasn't like – no. So it wasn't it, which a hot, is, like oh, – Which is really yeah. interesting because just prior to that when the situation that I just described when you and I were both going down on them and it was a loving connection between them. Now she was starting to get a little frustrated because, <laughs> all right, well, come on. Now let's, let's get it moving because she wanted to fuck and I wanted to fuck. So she kept looking over at him and uh, I think you said in the part we're not playing where they're like having this mental telepathy. Oh, the yeah, conversation yeah. with each other. Yeah. <laughs> and anyway, bottom line is she and I were trying to pace so that we didn't get too far ahead of you two. But we didn't know that he was having issues. Right. And so then when it became evident to us that you were having issues is when the two of you just started chatting, which I find extremely distracting. Yeah. If I'm in a playroom or if I'm in a bedroom and there are people around me just having conversation, I find it extremely distracting and very difficult for me to have sex. So... It just kind of started going downhill. And she and I were, we wanted to play, but we also didn't want to, as I say, get ahead of you. Right. And so we left it that evening. That's about where we left it right. that evening. We just kind of all disengaged and, right. and it was just going to be a, a fun soft swap yeah. situation. And it and it was. And it was fun. And it, it was, was like two hours that with them. And right. Yeah. I mean, we had a good time. I don't think anybody had an orgasm that night. I mean, I didn't, you didn't, or with them. Right. Yeah. Uh, not until later. We went know. back and fucked. <laughs> right. But it was just fun play with yes. people that we really liked. Yes. We actually... And we'll talk about this in the next right. episode. We spent like much of the next day with them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We actually had... I think we saw them. We did something with them every day. Life chance. Yeah. And we didn't plan anything. Yeah, the only thing we had planned with them was actually breakfast yeah. on Thursday morning. Yeah. We weren't planning on playing with them Wednesday right. night. We didn't have that scheduled. It was a fluke. Right. And because you guys had hit it off so well, that's when we saw them at the party. The only thing we had on our schedule, literally, I think Dumont the entire Thursday morning right, was Thursday morning with them to go to Cafe Dumont. So we ended up going to breakfast with them the next day, like four hours later, right. <laughs> or yeah. five hours later, because we were up really late. And then we had to meet them at like 830, something stupid, yeah. stupid early. Yeah. It really was interesting. And again, here we were. This was a great experience. We process it and talk about it a little bit later in our week there because we really feel like there were some other things that we learned as our days in New Orleans progressed. There were some things that happened. We were like, oh, maybe this was why this or this was why that. The bottom line was that he and I didn't connect. And that's okay. You connected on... A mental Yeah, you level. did not connect. 
connect on a sexual level, no. but you totally connected on an intellectual level right. and you love talking to him. And, so, and we, I do. Yeah. Yeah. We have great conversations yeah, and because we share yeah. a lot in common just yeah. from our backgrounds as kids and growing mm-hmm. up and my experiences and experiences. And, and we've hearing. met them since in New Orleans yes. and elsewhere. And we, yeah. they're a great couple and yeah. we, we really enjoy them. And, yeah. and she and I have a and real I sexual know, connection. God forbid. I mean, God willing, we keep trying. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting how you just can't force yourself to be sexually attracted to somebody that you're not. And if he's not attracted to me, that is totally fine. You know, whatever. It really is totally fine. And so it was quite an experience. And it again, you're right. It turned out to be a really great soft swap. Mm-hmm. So it was a surprise that we ended up connecting with them that very first night. It was troubling a little bit because we had to go have breakfast with them the next morning. And it was like how you were concerned about how do you talk to her about Mm -hmm. what didn't happen. And the realization was because we were all together on this one big bed, you you guys didn't want to move ahead. We were stuck. And there was just really no Yeah, there's no place to go. There's no place to go. And there's no way to talk about it. Right. And so probably an experience for them as well. Like, shit, what do we do in the future when this happens? In foreshadowing, when we were at the drinker and I first met, within the first hour after meeting her, she asked if you and I played separately. Hmm. Again, they're very experienced in the lifestyle and perhaps she saw where this might go or knows perhaps how they operate and how they're comfortable. And so she was kind of, in hindsight, feeling me out about separate play. Mm -hmm. And at that point, day one... We didn't do that. We did not. We did not play we separately. We did not play separately. Yeah. Yeah. That was day one. <laughs> Foreshadow. Don't give away the secrets. Well, this is actually called teasing the next episode. Oh, it is? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's yeah. a teaser. Yeah. Oh, I kind of like that. Yeah, I, I like that better than giving away secrets. Right. Yeah. It's hmm. the same basic thing. It's just Tristan. a matter of You flirty little <laughs> teasing thing, you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We, on day one, mm-hmm. that was not in our playbook. It wasn't. And no. also something to be aware of. If you're going to an event with a lot of really experienced swingers, and we were not, you got to be prepared for that. That might be something that couples will want. And, yeah, I don't know. And we were I, not. We've never, then we've never, I don't think we've ever really talked about it or revisited it since. Maybe just because now, because we're better mm-hmm. at it, we it happens it. more organically. Or you just talk about it. Right. I don't think we even knew to talk about it. That was it. a thing. Yeah. We, yeah. Like, well, we, we knew it was a thing, but it just wasn't something that was for us or we didn't well, think. Well, we knew it was a thing, but that was not, I mean, it was what we had started to explore with me right. playing with guys. It wasn't with us as couples yeah. playing Which separately a as a couple. Yeah. Totally different. Right. Totally, totally different. So I think that that was where we were like, oh yeah, well, if Marina's going to go and play with her lovers and then come back and talk about it. But together we were having the experience with couples. I think it, that the time, that's it, what we were... It, yeah, it's a very complicated dynamic and something that we're going to talk about a lot in, I think, our wrap-up. Yeah, because we, we kind of came to some realizations and experienced some things that kind of yeah, helped us to see different perspectives. Right. And I think this is the you know the beginning of that, it where is. we realized that, you know, we would have had a better experience if we had been in separate rooms. Right. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that you can't if you don't, but this particular case, yeah. we really But there are like, times and then right. there are circumstances where... Yeah. But we didn't know that. Right. We didn't have enough experience. Yeah. 24 hours later. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) We were all over that shit. (laughs) We 
had processed it and figured it all out. We had solved all the world's problems kind by 24 of. hours later. Really? Kind of. Oh, yeah. Well, we didn't actually talk about it. Well, no, we this didn't. Is the, it well, all you know happened. This is our next episode. Guess what happened? It happened accidentally. Accidentally. Yep. Yes, it did. Yeah. So, yep. actually, I think it's more like 72 hours later mm-hmm. once we had a chance to process. Or, mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't either. know. We're going to talk we'll have to about go, We'll have to go back and listen know, to our episode audio. Episode nine. <laughs> we haven't listened to the audio so yet. So we don't even know what the fuck we're talking I about. We do. We know. We lived talking. it, but we <laughs> just don't really remember exactly when things happened. So you'll have to learn along with us. I know. Yeah. That's what's so fun about this. I tell you what. Yeah. It's like, so fun to like be Like we know where we wind up, but we just don't really well, remember we exactly. where we are now. And yeah. it's just crazy where we never thought we'd be. So yeah. I think it's just, it's like every experience and God, every piece of it is such a, an addition to your growth. Mm-hmm. You know, we had all this stuff and we, I just, I have to laugh all the time. I remember it so clearly, us sitting on the sofa before we even had our first play date, thinking that we were going to be the world's greatest swingers <laughs> because we had people that were down the street and mm-hmm. we were going to be able to connect with them and just fuck them whenever we wanted. And we didn't even have to look for other people. And it was just going to be the awesomest thing ever. And it just went, you could not be a more 180 degrees from <laughs> what we thought was going to happen to what happened. But yet our experiences have so outmeasured anything that I think we thought was ever possible. Oh, yeah. No, I, we had no expectations about We're, where we are We're doing this now. podcast. Oh, yeah. And every Holy experience, cow. every single experience has been a gem. Just some of those gems had a little more shit on them to, to <laughs> rub off before we got to the shiny part. <laughs> They weren't polished. They had right, a lot of exactly. rough edges. A lot of rough edges. And they hurt yeah. <laughs> as you were shitting them out. <laughs> well, you took that to a level I, I wasn't did. expecting. I wow. know. It's because you yeah. made me this hurricane drink. I'm a little buzzed. Yeah, me too. Gotta say. <laughs> I did say it in episode uh, seven that we yeah, might get a little slurry. <laughs> I get a little slurry at the end of episode eight. <laughs> So that was our preparing for the trip, which was so important. And you're going to hear days two through five, (laughs) two, three, and four are crazy. And that is where we start to actually connect with the people that we met in our kick group, besides the ones that met us on the plane or the other people that we connected with. That is when the shit really gets crazy. But you had to understand how we connected with all these people. Yeah. But the kick group was the saving grace. Meeting people, connecting with people before we even got there was fucking fantastic. And it just made it the trip amazing. And again, are they the only, I think this couple is the only couple we played with that we actually met through our kick group. We talked to a lot of people, but I think they are. There the, is the other couple that we met through our kick group that we played with later. Yes. That but I'm summer. About, yeah, yeah, but no, in no, New I'm Orleans. Yeah. In New Orleans. Oh yeah, no, there was just the so one. So out yeah. of those 20, 15 to 20 couples, mm-hmm. this was the only couple, but we talked to all of them. Right. And connected yeah, we met with them all and... of them. Some of them we met after. Some of them we met a year later. Some of mm-hmm. them we met at different venues and we were like, oh my God. Some of them we've known for a while and have never played with them. And it's just been, it, that whole experience was just, it made it. And so that's why we wanted to really talk a lot about what happened before we even went. Right. Because it made our experience just 
it would never have been the same had we not met those people because that's what led to everything else about how we got connected to other people. Yeah. And I would say that Naughty in New Orleans in both 2018 and 2019 going ahead in time, it's just been such an amazing gift for us in our growth and the lifestyle. And we met, and especially in 2019, we just met people. It just mushroomed from there. I mean, 2018 was amazing and we grew so much. 2019 was off the chart. Oh, Yeah. Absolutely. Be- yeah. Just because of the people that you meet. Right. And the people that you meet as a result of those people. And then so on and so on. And so, yeah, it's just incredible. What an incredible event. I will shamelessly plug them for the rest of my life because it is such so well done. But hopefully in 2021, for all you listeners, we'll be there. And, and hopefully we, we will, can meet you there. We will meet you there. We will. We're going to set up, if nothing else, an unofficial meet and greet. But podcasters have become very popular. In 2018, when we went, there was nobody. That's not true. There were some. A few? Yeah. We didn't go. Three? Well, I don't know, but remember, we didn't we, go, we didn't go to any of the any of the events, so we I don't know. know. We can't we say that. We wanted to go. Yeah. No, we wanted to go drink and meet people, but um, in 2019, we had full intention of meeting people, and it's funny because the the couple of podcasters that were there in 2019 are people that we had met organically mm-hmm. in 2018. Yeah. So I will tell you guys in 2021 that we will be there and whether or not it's part of a podcasting group or a part of a unofficial meet and greet or an official meet and greet or whatever it is. Or just Marina and Tristan, they're having fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're going to have fun no matter what. So <laughs> Maybe you'd be part of our kick group. You know, I will tell you, we've been kicking around a lot of stuff coming up in 2021, and we've got some plans. And we're kind of, in case you guys haven't figured out, we're like balls to the wall. So we've got some big plans for 2021. And if this pandemic thing slows down in the summertime, we've got some exciting stuff coming up in the summer and the fall for the Accidental Swingers and any of our tribe that would like to experience stuff with us. Absolutely. So we've got some things in the mix, and um, actually in a couple weeks, we may have a big announcement about stuff that's going out, so we'll see. I hate to tease that and not tell you, but I can't firm it up yet, so until we can have some definite information, we'll we'll let you know. Because we are so organic and flying by the seat of our pants. (laughs) That's how it happens. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That is totally how it happens. Yeah, this little podcast has been an amazing journey. We're on episode eight and crazy shit is happening and stuff is coming our way and people are asking us to get involved with some things. So we'll keep you guys posted as to what that is to see what happens. I hope you enjoyed our recap of our preparations and our day one of Naughty New Orleans. Strap on. Oh, wait. that's Not like, literally. Not I'm not going to touch that. Strap your seatbelts. I know. Okay. What's the word? Strap in? Strap? Sure. I don't know. Buckle your seatbelt. There, there we you go. go. Buckle, Buckle up. up. That's the term. I'm like, you are damn it, you and your hurricanes. <laughs> Buckle up. Get ready. You're in for a bumpy ride. Naughty in New Orleans. Days two, three, four, and five are off the charts. That'll be episodes nine and 10. And we have some amazing stories to share with you then. We came into our own. Yeah. This was a game changer for us. A million, a million percent. Absolutely. Yeah. So we can't wait to share the rest of it with you. We're going to record that episode in like a week. 
and get this out to you guys in another week after that. So in about two weeks, you'll expect episode nine. And about two weeks after that, it'll be episode 10. And then we're wrapping it up for the year. And then we've got fucking amazing shit happening in this 2021. We're going to share that with you coming up very soon. Maybe even a bonus episode. What? What? That's so accidental. Uh Uh-huh. Like, how do we accidentally have a bonus episode? I don't even know. I don't know. We'll figure it out. (laughs) (laughs) as usual you guys can find us on our socials on the website on instagram twitter or you can always find us on the website accidentalswingers.com you can email me marina m-y-r-i-n-a at accidentalswingers.com or tristan at (laughs) t-r-i-s-t-a-n At AccidentalSwingers.com. That's right. Hey, by the way, we've gotten some amazing listener feedback the last couple of days. There's been mm-hmm. two or three emails that have come in about you guys that are loving hearing us. So we're going to also be doing some fan appreciation in 2021, some listener appreciation, get you guys involved. And if you have stories to tell or you want to share your stuff, we're going to have a place for you to do that. That's part of the 2021 plan. Uh-huh. So some of the exciting stuff about our community that's coming up. And we hope that you join us there. But in the meantime, let's go. <laughs> okay. All right. Good night, everybody. Good night. Thanks so much for joining us. We cannot wait to talk to you next time. And we'll see you then. Bye. Bye. Love this episode of The Accidental Swingers? Pop on over to your favorite podcast platform and subscribe to our show. And while you're there, you can leave us a review. You can also visit our website, accidentalswingers.com, to get show notes, read our blog, or find out about our next adventure. Join us next time and listen along as we bumble our way through this adventure that we call The Lifestyle. So before we get started, I did want to, I forget what I wanted to do, so we're just going to edit that part out because okay. I what I wanted to do. Are you going to talk about our drinks? Yeah, we can. Well, but what were you... I don't remember. It just, it literally went out of my head because I was staring lovingly at you. So. Well, I can understand that. that I know. Yeah. I lose my mind. How can you be expected to concentrate when you have this in front of you? <laughs> uh, it's, you, you have no idea. How do you function in life? Uh, you have no idea. Yeah. I, I know. This is why my life has been hell for the last seven months we've been in COVID because mm-hmm. you can't get anything I done. I can't get anything done. You're sitting across from right. me all day long. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I have the same problem, babe. <laughs> Because oh, I'm staring at you all day long. <laughs> okay.